Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, family, it's time for a second and short. This might be the most exciting topic of the day as we get to our second topic. The Dolphins offense dominant 70 points yesterday, the most points scored in the last 57 years since 1966. Two or four touchdown passes. Miami added five rushing touchdowns, and they were dancing the day away. I'm not exactly sure what, what dance that was, but they were getting it. It's the two-step. <laughs> The Dolphins were absolutely <laughs> breathtaking offensively, but Joy, how good. Miami Dolphins, <laughs> Miami Dolphins. Now, if you were watching that game yesterday, you know the song now because they played it a bunch, bunch of times. Man. The backups played it. The backups played it. They did. Backups to the backups. How good, sorry, I interrupted. How good are the Dolphins? Dolphins are the best team in the NFL. Oh, you switched quick. Oh, my God. I, I, I updated my information. I updated go, my information. The Dolphins are the best team in the NFL. Shady looking at you like, hold on, you switched on me that quick? I mean, certainly the best team in the AFC. We'll see tonight what happens with the Eagles, and I will happily say that the Eagles are the best team in the NFC if they win tonight, because that will be the case. But, um, yeah, you saw them, boys. Mm. Now, listen, we'll get to the Broncos in a second, and, and, and <laughs> we, we will get to the Broncos. But what I love about what the Dolphins are doing is how – fast they are oh my God. and how they run the ball. Oh, delicious. Ooh, I love it because we know what we can do with Tyreek Hill. Waddle didn't even play. Waddle wasn't even there. Waddle didn't even play. Mm. And you know who else is coming back? <laughs> Shay, you know who's coming oh, back? Yeah. back? Jalen Ramsey's coming back. Ramsey's coming back. Not for a while. Not for a while. But when he's back, yeah, when he's back, dangerous. we have a whole other conversation and the defense has been playing well as well. Uh, they're the best team in the NFL. Yeah, Dolphins are absolutely amazing. I will say this. What I'm witnessing with the Dolphins, they are a generational offense. The Dolphins are an absolutely generational offense. You can't coach speed, and that's what the Dolphins have. The six fastest recorded times in the NFL this year, Dolphins have them. Three by Tyreek Hill. Mostert got him one. A-Chain has him one. So when you're talking about the speed of the Miami Dolphins, it can't be matched. Coaches can't coach that, regardless how much time you spend on your iPads in the film room. That's number one. Number two, 1,651 yards through three games. New NFL record outdoing the Patriots of 2011. 1,651 yards, America. 70 points. But here's the best part about it all. The Dolphins could have broke the regular season record of 72 points scored in a game. They could have. But Mike McDaniel chose not to kick a field goal because two said post-game, quote, we didn't want to humiliate them. He said we didn't want to humiliate them so they didn't go for the record, which is even more humiliating. And then lastly, Tua got pulled out with 49 points. You realize the Dolphins' backups outscored the Broncos' starters? Dolphins' backups scored 21 points. Broncos' starters scored 20 points. A generational offense is what we're witnessing, and I love it for Mike McDaniel because you draft A-Chain out of Texas A&M in the third round. Speed. You acquire Raheem Mostert when, you, when, uh, when you're Miami because you know what Raheem Mostert can do in San Fran. He's 31 years old. He's still having an epic career. Tua Tungavailoa is now fulfilling the prophecy that everybody thought he could. So you have the quarterback, you have the receiver, you have the running backs, you have the head coach. Generational, James. Generational. Man. You know what was special about this, watching the Miami Dolphins play? And being in some really good offenses with some really good players, I don't think Coach McDaniels ran the same play, play twice. Wow. He gave the Broncos a different look every single time. Bunch formations. Bunch formations with motion. Yep. <laughs> Spread them out. Spread them out with motions. Stack formations. Stack formations with motions. Like, they were – the Broncos' defense was on their heels the whole game. I, and that is why people were wide open. That's why the runs coming down here, the, them linebackers didn't even see the running back. He was right in his face <laughs> because all the, all, the, all the action that they, that they were bringing. I mean, we seen the, the shovel pass when they brought Tyreek Hill on the end of round reverse and then the no-look shovel pass. He didn't run the same play twice, which was special. And that's kudos to Tua being able to, being able to process all that. That's kudos to, the, to everybody on that offense being able to process all that. But I don't see no soul on this team down with everything that they present. Like, you play defense. One thing you do not like to do is communicate a lot. Yeah. 
And they make you. And they make you communicate a lot. Hey, switch this. If this, if that, oh, he motioned. Hey, go back. The play already happening now. <laughs> that we, we running downhill. We 10 yards downhill. And that's what that that's what Josh, I mean, uh, Mike McDaniels did all game long. And the Broncos defense had no answer. Yeah, Mike McDaniels is a hell of a coach. This mm. team, I'm going to agree with you. They're the best team in football. Mm. I got to be honest. I mean, for right now. We, <laughs> I mean, we do play tonight. <laughs> but, but no, just watch this team play. They're so fast. And then... That's the cool thing about this team and, and the coaching. Mike McDaniel, he does so many different motions to, to create more space. He utilizes the whole entire field. And they want to run the ball. So with all these motions, you worry about the motion that we're running. We're running it. Right on, yeah. Then soon you get onto the runs, now we're throwing it. And then it's a lot of quick game. People just they think of the speed of Tyreek Hill and Wido and all this a fast team, which they are fast, but it's really a quick game. And then when you move up to stop all that, now we're taking some shots. Bye-bye. It's gonna be hard to defend this team. Yeah. And I think the only way you get the defensive team if you run the ball extremely well, the other team is saying. Yeah. To keep this offense off the field. But let me speak at it, Shady, uh, from a defender because we keep talking yeah. about it. When you are prepping to go up against LaShawn McCoy, when you're prepping to go up against James Jones, when you're prepping to go up against the Eagles or the Packers, what you do as a defensive player is very simple. You say, okay, when they're in I formation, two backs, they run this. When they are in a slot back formation, they run this. When they have James Jones in the slot, they'll run this. When they have James Jones out at number one, they'll, have, they'll run this. If Shady's in the slot, they'll run this. So you essentially say, okay, I know what's going to happen based upon the formations. Problem with the Dolphins, they put everybody everywhere. Everywhere. They put A-Chain out at number one. They put Tyreek out in number one. They put Tyreek out in the slot. They put A-Chain in the slot and put Mostert in the backfield. They'll put Mostert out at number one. So now if you're a defensive player, it's very hard to aggregate notes before a game. Because how in the world can I compute all of these notes that I have to aggregate? As opposed to when you're facing, say, for example, the Patriots, you know what they're going to do. But when you're facing a team like Mike McDaniel, it's just so hard to process and to prep because he gives you so much information. But, Joy, do you think this game says more about the Dolphins or the Broncos? Because you know how the Broncos are in chaos and you know how good the Dolphins are. What did you learn more? Who did you learn more of? I think it says way more about the Dolphins than it does the Broncos. Because really, up until the last two minutes of the first half, it was a tight game. It wasn't like they were blowing them out. Like, the Broncos' offense was was moving up and down the field. They They had a couple moments. It really went off the rails the last two minutes of the first half. And then it was downhill from there. So I think it says way more about the Dolphins. It looked like they were playing with extra players. Like, it looked like the Broncos didn't have all the players they were allowed to have on the field. The middle of the field was wide open. It was like, what what are you covering? How are they they wide open? There's just no one in any direction. Tyree Kill was in the middle of the field doing whatever he wants. So I think it says way more way more about the Dolphins. And I think it does say something about the Dolphins' defense. And, I, and, and as bad as the Broncos' defense was yesterday, obviously, you, you, can't, you can't make an argument for a defense that puts up that many points. And I'm certainly not putting this game on Russ at this point. Right, right. You can't. You can't. They were on the field all day. Yeah. So this was, just, this was an all-around awful historic loss for the Broncos. And like I said, we'll get to that later. To me, this says way more about the Dolphins. We asked for a dominant win, right? Because the Cowboys were the most dominant. This Good luck to everyone, uh, respectfully, for the rest of the season um, putting, up, putting up a game like this. I'm going with the Broncos. And not only just the Broncos, I'm going with Sean Payton. Listen, I got a lot of respect, and I think highly of Sean Payton as a coach. I see him do some wonderful things. But I cannot let this just go without, without talking about it. I get it. The, 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 uh, the uh, Dolphins, they look good. They look fast. They look well coached. Great. Tool look nice. That's cool. Let's move on. <laughs> what about these Dolphins, though? 70 points? 70. Listen, y'all don't play the video game. I do. Right? My like, 11-year-old son, we play mad all the time. And sometimes I might get 600 yards rushing. Five. I never, it is hard. This is a real it's game. This is a real game. <laughs> and, 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 and Sean Payne, when he took this team, okay, I said they're going to be a better team. going to be well, well coached. They're going to show some good defense, some good offense. I can't say that no more. They beat, the, they beat them bad. If I could curse. They beat them down. They bro. beat them bad. I don't want to curse. They beat them bad. And as much as I want to give the Dolphins a lot of credit, which they deserve, it shows me more about the, the, the Broncos, who they really are. They're the laughing stock of the NFL. If I'm playing against a team like that that has 700 yards on them, has seven, I didn't sound crazy saying it, 700 yards. Anyway, mm-hmm. 700 yards and 70 points? Man, look, today I'm like this, Acho, I'm texting you to me. Yo, bro, I'm going for 200. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. I got to chime in on that because there was a lack of respect for the Broncos going into this game. And the reason I know that, it's the second quarter. Oh, man. It's the Dolphins are at their own, their own 34. Not the Broncos 34. Their own 34. It's fourth and one. And Mike McDaniel went for it. 
You go for it on fourth and one at your own 34. That's how you know not only do I trust that we're going to win this game, but I trust that we're going to win this game by more than in a possession because I can afford to lose this possession. And keep in mind, the Dolphins did get stopped. Like, they didn't get that fourth and one. As soon as I saw that, James, I said to myself, Oh, McDaniels is so confident in this squad, mm. he's not even worried about the Broncos. Yeah, because, right? I mean, it wasn't close. I mean, what Miami presents, you cannot press us. You cannot press us. We're going by you. <laughs> oh, you want to play off of us, right? We got two of the best receivers, and one of them didn't even play at getting yak yardage. The ball is coming out of my hand, right, out of Tua's hand. And then we can run the ball, and we are trying to run the ball. But for me, I don't care what the Broncos do. We could go out there right now with our pride. You ain't putting up 70 on 70 on? <laughs> like, I don't know if, if, if the world or people understand how impressive 70 and 700 yards is. They don't. And I don't care Never who happened. out there. This has more to do with the Dolphins and how special the Dolphins are and everything that they present. And we will get to the Broncos later and talk Sean Payton and all that later. But, 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 but wait, the Dolphins, wait, 770, stop it. This is why I got to say is the Broncos because the great, this offense is going to be better and better and better, right? Mm-hmm. They're not going to do this never again. They'll never put another 70 on smile ever again. Huh. Think about it, well, let, Okay, you said we'll get well, to the Broncos later. Let's, so. let's stop down on these Broncos right now because, Shady, oh, okay. you, you brought it up. And, and Joy, let's stop yeah. on the Broncos right now and have that conversation. Okay, let's do it. Because the Broncos should feel embarrassed. Woof. A 70-point give-up is embarrassing. A 50-point loss is utterly embarrassing. Right. Sean Payton has to feel embarrassed, and I think Sean Payton has to wear the brunt of this L. Yes. Because, like Shady said, I was also told that Sean Payton was going to come in here and fix this thing. So what I was told. I thought that, too. I though. thought so. I, thought that, I believe yeah. so. Russ has been playing better, but Russ ain't the only person on the football field. So when I'm looking at the Broncos' defense, what's going on there? When I'm looking at the entirety of the Broncos' offense, what's going on there? When I'm looking at Hart, because you, you lose heart giving up 70 points. Yes. It's not just about scheme. There is a lack of heart when you give up 70 points. When I think about who should be most embarrassed on the Denver Broncos, it has got to be for me and my money, yeah. Sean Payton. Joy, what say you? Mm. It's 70. hard because it, it, it's 70. It's, 70. it's hard. Ooh, I love Sean with you. I, but, uh, of I, I can't put this on Russ. Can't. Right. I can't. Because Russ could have scored 50. He didn't give up 70. Oh, I don't even know if that ever been said. Score 50, still lose? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But if you did, you would still lost by 20. By 20. By 20, which is a blowout in the mm. NFL. So mm. this, is, uh, this is historical. This is... Well, we may never see this again. 70 points and 700 yards has never, ever happened. This was a video game. This was nonsense. This was me playing your son. I haven't played video games in a long time. He's going to put up 70 and 700 yards on me, which is the button. This was ridiculous. So I, I, I think as a whole, and, and I, I, look, I don't, I don't want to pile on right now, but as a whole, when you lose like that, it is an, it's an organizational loss. They have way more to talk about than just is it going to be Russ that we have to fix. And look, maybe Sean Payton underestimated what he was walking into. Mm. Maybe we overestimated how quickly you could turn an organization around that was overall as bad as it went last year. Now, I don't think that they're not going to win a game. Mm -hmm. They might put something together after this. Who knows? Maybe this is the catalyst for them to to, to really focus on correcting whatever was wrong. It's almost like this game was so bad. How do you even look at anything that you did in it? Mm. Like they say, burn the tape. I don't. I don't even know how you look at what you did in this game. I won't watch the tape. Uh, Defense has to. Nah, you can't. Got I, mean, I don't even. Know, I honestly don't know. <laughs> you got a can. choice. And not because the Dolphins were so good. It's just like, what do you even take away from this? Oh, you 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 take away from people quitting out there. I want. I want. I want to see it. Like, the Lord must have known I was going to be in this topic discussion one day because <laughs> I've been beat by fifty-two before. All right, 52 nugget. All right. Oh, 52 nothing? Come on, come on now. <laughs> come on now. Oh, hey, let, let me talk. Don't chime in on 52 nugget, right? And when the offense playing bad, and the defense playing bad, and the special teams playing bad, it's only one person to point at. Mm-hmm. And that's the head coach. If Russ and the offense was out there cooking and they scored 50, you probably can't blame it on Sean Payton. Dane defense gave up 70 points. We still love Ain't nobody do nothing right. Ain't ain't nobody played well, right? You blow a lead last week in a game you could should have won at home against the commanders. So at one point, you can't keep pointing at Russ. 
You, you, got, a, you got a point at Sean Payton. So for me, I, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to feel like kind of the Bill Belichick thing. What you mean? Because with Drew Brees, he's special. Mm. Nah, not, not yet. Nah, not yet. I can't, nah, not yet. Same thing with Prime, man. Like, like, this is their rebuild year. I mean, because he's a new coach. He don't have the players that he selected. 70. I, I, get, I, I, get, I get that. I get that. And a lot of, I ain't gonna lie, you talked about fight. I didn't see a lot of fight either. That's what I'm but saying. Here's my question, though. Remember, you Sean, you can't. But remember, Shady, Sean Payton ripped. better, I'm saying. Sean Payton ripped Nathaniel Hackett. That's exactly. True. That's true. The Broncos head coach last year and said, I don't know what they were doing. This was one of the worst coaching jobs in the history of the NFL. Sean Payton, uh, Hackett did not start 0-3. You yeah, know, you're right. Do we have the sound of the player for the Broncos after the game? I just want y'all to hear this. Garrett Bowles, Garrett Bowles. offensive lineman. Ooh. Take a listen. Right now, what are the emotions like going through your head personally? <laughs> it's uh, tired of losing, man. Uh, I've been here for seven years, and all I've done is lost. And it's frustrating. That was embarrassing and uh, tough to watch. I'm aware. Third time the team has scored 70 points over 70. What's the question? I mean, what's the question? How do you feel about it. Being I just finished telling you. Historically embarrassing. Next question. Oh, he pissed off. Yeah, yeah. But I, I will say this about Sean Payton, though, right? Because he's going to take the blame for this. But I think going for the future, we're going to see the, the real Sean Payton. I don't want to start believing that narrative of, mm. oh, it was Drew Brees. Nah, nah, nah. Sean Payton's a hell of a good yeah, coach. Yeah, I can't do that. I can't do that three games He's a good in. Coach. I think that the yeah. I think overall we made some evaluations of the Broncos as a whole that were a little off. Like we thought yeah. they were just a quarterback away when Russ came in at the beginning of last year. We were wrong about that. Right. And a lot of the blame got put on Russ. And maybe Sean came in thinking that they were further along and it was just Russ, and they have a lot of issues. And another thing is, Sean takes some time away from the game too, though. That's, we, we, we need to add that on. So, right. so you got a bad team, right? That's one part. And two is, this is not your players that you wanted, that you selected, or these are guys that are just already there. And the biggest one is, he took some time off of football. Same thing, if you take time from football, you come back. My coach it, Mike took time off of football. <clears throat> I mean, look at him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, look. Yeah, like, he winning. See, he just did. lost to the Cardinals. He lost to the Cardinals. That's the, that one Caleb Williams. <laughs> the Cardinals, they don't even want to win and he lost. Sometimes you just run into a buzzsaw. Yeah, they got sawed off. I, yeah, that was they like... Got, they got sawed <laughs> off. Was. Well, look, Are you uh, singing with me? I can't, I can't Miami that Dolphins. I can't that. Miami Dolphins. I don't lie. They did eight, 70 points. We should all sing that. 70 points. We should all sing that. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Hey, college football fans. Joel Klatt here. We are bringing you the best college football analysis every week. Any questions? Then send them into the Joel Klatt Show mailbag. Follow the Joel Klatt Show on the Fox Sports app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, family, the Eagles absolutely dominated the game yesterday. We will show you exactly how and why they did it a little bit later. But, Shady, I got to ask you first. Oh, Eagles, they are coming off of the heels of the Dolphins beating the Broncos 70-20. to 20. We were asking ourselves, who's the best team in the National Football League? We hadn't yet seen the Eagles play. Now we've seen the Eagles play. They won again, convincing fashion. Didn't look great, but still got it done. 3-0. Jalen Hurts, 19-1, I believe, in his last 20 regular season starts. 19-1. Are the Eagles the best team in the National Football League? Well, I, I got to give credit to the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. You see them Dolphins, 70 the Dolphins points? Are nice. The They're Dolphins nice. are the hottest team in football. They are. But the best team <laughs> is them Eagles, baby. <laughs> we find ways to win. If it's running the ball, if it's throwing the ball, if it's getting turnovers, if it's stopping the run, if it's forcing the fumbles, whatever it is, we're going to find a way. Special teams, kick returns, whatever you want, we're going to give it to you. And that's the thing about the Eagles that I got to take away from the Dolphins. We've seen the Dolphins winning in good fashion, right? Um, great offense, right? Timing, precise, um, 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 completions, right? We've seen that with Tool. We've seen that with Tyreek Hill. We've seen that with Waddle. But what happens when that's not working? Mm-hmm. What happens when guys are getting locked up, right? The things happen. You just have a bad day. Drops. Because it happens. Like with the Cowboys, it happens. How can you win? What you going to do? With the Eagles, we, sh- we show it. On offense and on defense. I'm sold with the Dolphins on offense. I'm not really sold on defense. I got to see more. But the defense, we, we gain back to passing, or rushing that pass. We are stopping the run. Everything you want to see in the Eagles, we're doing on all phases. And that's why I have the Eagles as the number one team. I got a question. Football. I got a question for you. What's Is it your go? What's the difference, <laughs> oh, I know the difference between hottest and best? Well, that's a good question. It's a good question. I mean, well, anytime a team puts 70 points on another team, you got you to get some credit. You got to get some love. Right? You got to get some love. The fashion, the way they did it. Because yeah. I'm just Eagles, saying week one, they put over 30, 
Two. The, the, this is the reason why. Because to collectively, on offense, on defense, on special teams, right? I, we've never, not one person on his desk, especially Joy, and she's the Miami Heat or Dolphins fan. Say anything about the defense. Mm. Have we? She about to. Have we? I ain't see you say anything about defense. <laughs> Have you said anything about defense? All I see to. is the offense. You done? Because she about to. I, I see Mike Medina and I see the offense. Okay. But the Eagles, it's everything. It's offense and defense. Rookies and vets. It's everything, baby. Don't get him and back. we got that dude named Jalen Hurts. Go get him, Joy. I, I do have to say a little bit about the defense, mm-hmm. though. Because, I mean, that's what they did in the Chargers game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They did put up some points, but Break it down to they, did, they did stop the Chargers. They did get a big stop at the end of the game. Commanders yes, made a bunch of money, and they, they shut that down. And they then they stop. played the Patriots, and mm-hmm. they didn't score Two much stops. points either. And got some stops there stops. as well, and though they were kind of coming back. So, And then, you know, they, they did what they did on, on Sunday. Yeah, which was also... So I do have to give both sides of the ball credit. I am going to say the Dolphins are the best team in the NFL. Okay. But, right. you know, I give a lot of love to the Eagles. You do. And, and we appreciate it. And I think that – thank you. I think they're the best team in the NFC, and I think that's what they proved last night. And last night really, you know, it was a little messy at times. I still think that the Eagles haven't gotten to their, their best gear yet. And Sirianni said that as well. They're, they're still figuring things out so early in the season. We know how good the Eagles can look, and we haven't really seen them play – their best football yet. And that, to me, is what's scary about the Eagles. Because people are going to pick apart how they look, and they're going to pick apart Jalen. We're going to talk about Jalen in a second. They're not playing their best football right now, and they're still winning. Mm. And that is really what's scary to me. And it's what was, was scary to me about the Eagles last year. Because it was, it was the same conversation. They're not winning in, in this fashion. They're not throwing the ball enough. They're not beating teams bad enough. Who have they played? None of it mattered, and they ended up in the Super Bowl. So, to me... Once the Eagles really start getting to a mode where they're, they're hitting it on all cylinders, they're going to be the best team in the NFL. But right now, to me, that's the Dolphins. It's interesting. My take actually probably resembles Shady's. And interestingly enough, like, I think the Dolphins are by far the hottest team in football. You put up 70 points, hey, you're scorching. And I would also say they are the scariest team in football because you know what they're capable of doing to you. They are capable of beating you by 50 points. The reason I can't say the Dolphins are currently better than the Eagles is because when I really examine the defensive aspect of things, the Eagles and the Dolphins are on different levels. Now, the offensive aspects of things, the Dolphins and the Eagles are on different levels. So really, when I flipped the coin and I looked at it, I said, who do I have to give more credence to based upon equity? And when you're talking Dolphins, Eagles, the Eagles have done more, more consistently, more recently than the Dolphins have. Mm. Now, the Dolphins, you could say they're hotter. You could say they're scarier. You could say if they were on a neutral field, they might beat the Eagles right now. Because the tape is telling me that the Eagles' defense is better and the Dolphins' offense is better, and I really don't actually know the answer, Mm. I'm going to give the Eagles the equity credit because of how good they were last year as well as opposed to just what I've seen the Dolphins now. Well, I'm taking the Dolphins as the best team in football right now, strictly of what you just said. I feel like if they play tomorrow, the Dolphins win the game. Fair. You know, and that's why I'm going to take them. The Eagles is in a tough situation. Shady has won a Super Bowl. I've won a Super Bowl. When you're coming off, I mean, they've been in the Super Bowl, but when you're coming off a Super Bowl appearance, whether you're winning it or losing, you're the standard. And everybody is watching you to be like, oh, that's not as good as last year. That's not as good as last year. That's not as good as last year. So they are going to have to play really, really, really well, you know what I mean, to be able to be back up in that conversation as the best team in football. But you got to put in style points. Mm-hmm. When you, like, that's why you see when you go around these NFL stadiums, right, you can have Hall of Famers on the defensive side of the ball. You see offensive jerseys in them stands, right? Wow. Dudes that may have caught five, six touchdowns or whatever. You see offensive – because offense sells. But I think we are forgetting how good this Miami Dolphins defense is, too. Hmm. They get a stop when you need to get a stop. I was on a high-powered offense, and all our defense wanted to do, they weren't trying to stop people from scoring plenty of points. They was trying to get a couple takeaways to get this ball back to you. Right? We're not Statistically, we're not trying to be number one in this and that. We just want to get Aaron Rodgers' ball back once or twice in the game. You look at the three games that the Dolphins has played. They had to come back in one game uh-huh. and score, Chargers, right? right? Then you come back, you, you kind of in a dog fight with the Patriots, mm-hmm. right? Defense makes some stops. Offense is not clicking at a high level. And they gutted one out on the road and found a way to win. Then you come back home, and we all know Broncos. they put up 70 on the Broncos. So I just feel like in those three games, they won different ways, yeah. which lets me know that it doesn't matter how the game looks, they know how to win. And we are going off of three weeks, yeah, not Jalen Hurts being 19-1. and yep. We're going off of three weeks. And for me, three weeks, the Dolphins have shown they can win anyway, and they're the, they the best team. Yeah, the Eagles are, are kind of victims of their own success. No doubt. Like, 
You're, you're right about that. You're going to be held to a different standard, and mm-hmm. you're going to get everybody's best work mm-hmm. because they know what you're capable of. They know who we are. Yeah. Let me let me ask you guys this though, right? Because I, and I don't, I'm not big on just the opponents. Last year, Eagles kept winning. They kept saying, "Who's mm-hmm. the opponent?" But with with the Dolphins, mm-hmm. we know how electrifying they are on offense, right? And defense, they made some stops here and there. But my thing is, if the offense has a bad day at work, mm-hmm. do you think the Dolphins can still win games? But that's what I mean, I'm that's saying. What, that's we, what we, with two the against the Patriots. That's, yeah, that's what that, happened. I mean, the Eagles it, have really played a similar game against the Patriots. That's but that I see your point. That's you know why. That's why I'm going with the Eagles if they were to play right now. A couple reasons. One, I haven't seen it, like Jalen Hurts lose. Like just not often. Like I just I think about it. He lost to Washington. The main thing's the main thing. The Chiefs. Like so, I just don't have a great a ton of memories. Now, Tua doesn't doesn't lose lose a lot. Exactly. Tua doesn't lead to lose a lot either. He just loses a little bit more than Jalen Hurts, Mm -hmm. obviously. And then I'm thinking to myself, when the Dolphins lost, and you watch it intently, I watch it intently. Shady, we were doing the show with you as well this time. It looked different when they played defenses that was about that action. That's what I'm saying. When they played the played the Niners last year, and the Niners were really about that action. it, It just looked different. When they played the Chargers last year, and the Chargers were about that action, different Chargers team, it looked different. I don't talk about the Packers. Tua got concussed, and I won't talk about any games after right. that. But when they play defenses like the Eagles defense is capable saying. of playing, it just looked different. We're not talk, saying we're talking this season. We're talking this season. If we're talking this season and last season, I would give it to the Eagles as well because you know mm-hmm. how I am about equity. But if we're talking – That wasn't a question. No, just – It was this season. <laughs> I am going to go the Dolphins. Yeah, but but I, but, I, but I still think the Eagles are the best team in the NFC, and I don't think it's a I don't think it's a big gap, even with the way that that Jalen has played so far this season, which which hasn't been great. But they, it doesn't matter. Like that's what I love about Jalen Hurts is that they he is a winner. Yeah. Whether he's playing bad or, or or not playing up to standard, they're going to win the game regardless. So I, I, it's splitting hairs really for me. But the the question was, do you think that the defense can actually go out there and win the game? Like, I do. I do. Dominate the whole game. But that's where I say no. I don't think so either. I, with the Eagles, I, I see we can go out there and, and win the game. Turnovers, stops. We can do that. To that's some degree, are. yesterday the Eagles did. Yeah. Remember, after the Eagles got stopped and the defense had to go get a safety. We got like, you. The, we got you. Like, I we thought Baker was like, okay, Baker's 20 to 3. Like, you got a chance. Maybe go down, get points, something like that. The Eagles defense was like, man, stop. Like, we safety. Probably kick us, kick us the ball playing. right back. Like, yeah, it is interesting, though. We won't get to see that matchup, I believe, this year, Dolphins-Eagles, unless. Luckily. Uh. Unless. Dolphins is nice, though. They're the hot team in football. See it in Vegas. Okay, when we return, Dak Prescott, he called out members of the media after their astonishing loss. He called me out. Did. About time. After their Wait, astonishing boy. loss to the Cardinals. But do you have an issue with it? Dak rarely gets out of character, but this one seemed a little out of character. Ooh, Dolphins-Eagles, week seven. We will see that matchup. Okay, coming back, Dak Prescott, next yeah, on speed. Man, Joy got a dinner on it. What you going to do? <laughs> Where's it at? Have you heard about Fox Super 6? It's the free new game on the Fox Sports app that is giving away $10,000 in cash prizes every week. All you have to do is answer six fun, quick questions about this week's NFL matchups. The questions range from picking winners of games to predicting four-player performances. It's fun and, again, free to play. Play Fox Super 6. Just download the Fox Sports app and make your picks for a chance to win your share of $10,000 in weekly cash prizes. When your picks win, you win money. Hi, right, family. Now, let's talk about the Cowboys as we are in overtime. Remember, they were upset by the Cardinals on Sunday. Now, Dak Prescott, he blamed the loss on the team's problems in the red zone. But after he called out the media, take a listen, please. Y'all put us on top of the world. Um, we knew we know who we are. Um, and, and in that same sense, I'm sure the media got, got what they wanted. Uh, for us, um, that hadn't been but one, one undefeated team in this league um, ever, ever. So uh, yeah, it, it sucks, it's humbling. 72 Dolphins? It's God, it's God. <laughs> you got like you just him. say this. You say there was never. There's only no, one. Oh, there's only one. one. Okay, I check. Yeah, I'm, I'm losing my hearing. Sorry. <laughs> James, I got three issues. I got three issues with Dak Prescott coming Talk up the media. Me, man. The first issue, he said, y'all put us on top of the world. We know who we are. So then who are you? Yeah, exactly. Are you not on top of the world? That's, that's like, one so thing. that's the first thing that confused me. The second thing that confused me, he said the media got what you wanted. 
hey, media speaking, we don't want the Cowboys to lose until the Super Bowl. And preferably, even if you go to the Super Bowl, we don't mind if y'all win, because the better y'all do, the better we do. So media speaking, we don't actually want the Cowboys to lose, particularly not to the Arizona Cardinals. Mm. And then the third thing he said, you know, only one team's gone undefeated. Who said y'all was going undefeated? <laughs> like, we didn't think y'all were that good. Like, we thought y'all was good, but we didn't think y'all were that good. Not undefeated good. So, James, I took issue with everything Dak said for those three points, yeah. but what about you? And I'm with you. I, I, I took the same. I took the same issues because we are part of the media. Shady was hard on the Cowboys. I was on your side, Dak. So, like, so what are you, what are you talking about? The media got what they want. I didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't. As y'all seen the show start off with Shady smiling. I didn't get what I wanted. Like, I want to see y'all go out here and have some success. But for me, this just screams like, come on, man. Like, are you not built for the success? Mm. Because you guys started this season off, and me and you came up here last week. Like, ain't nobody better than the Cowboys, and it ain't even a discussion. Right, and now you getting up there and you saying we knew who we were. What is that? Well, who are is that? You? Not a good football Thank team. You. Is what you guys watching on tape? Is what you trying to trying to tell us? Like, so for me, like, come on, man, you play for the Dallas Cowboys. You have a star on your helmet. You know that you are going to get all the criticism, whether it be good or bad. But at the end of the day, I have problems with this because you one of the reasons they lost. Mm. You can't get up in here talking like mm. that. You one of the reasons they lost last year. You can't get up in here talking like that. And I understand the media, yes, it is media that want to see the Cowboys fail 24-7, but it's media like me and you, Acho, that was rooting for. Rooting. You know, so at the end of the day, you cannot go up there, Dak Prescott, being the leader of the football team, talking like that. Man, that let me know, like, man, is it too much pressure? Are you not ready for the pressure? Because... I mean, some of us picked y'all to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> you was honest right there. That was, was very real. Honest. That was some honesty. Yeah, I like that. That's what you paid to do, James. Can we, get, can we get more of that, James, more often? Yeah. Yeah. That was, That's that the James I like. That was That's the James we need. That was authentic. Yeah, I, thought of, <laughs> I, I thought of not being here for this segment. I thought about walking off. but um, Yeah, let me see. I've been media for 15 years. You got some, you got some years now. I got some years. That's why I can't hear anymore. Um, the thing. Especially about Cowboys. I was like, what did you say about the 72 Dolphins? Um, my life doesn't change when the Cowboys win or lose. It does not change. I, it doesn't matter if I want them to win or lose. Actually, my mother's a, a Cowboys fan, so it's a, it's a good thing. She might be you know, a little happier if they, if they win or lose. Who's rooting? What are we talking about? Not the same cow- – Shady. Not the same <laughs> Cowboys team that we call America's team. How would they call them? Not the same Cowboys team that's, on, that's the game of the week, like every other week. They got the most primetime games. That's worth more than any organization in all of sports on the planet of Earth. Mm. Not that Cowboys team. Listen, <clears throat> Dak rarely, rarely does this, so I'm not going to pile. He's usually very, very good with the media. And considering as much media as the Dallas Cowboys get, every once in a while, you're going to step in it. We all need to have this conversation. It's not about the media. Pay attention to the fans. The fans are the ones that you disappointed. It doesn't matter to me whether the Cowboys win or lose. True. I might get to brag a little bit about me being right, but it doesn't make a difference because next week y'all might win. You probably will. And then we'll look silly again. And this is the cycle, and it continues on and on in perpetuity every day when we do the show. It doesn't matter. So at the end of the day, it's a weird thing to say because, like you said, what are y'all saying? Are you saying that you're not that good? That you don't think you're that good? We didn't put you up there. You did by the way that you played. Expectations come with success. That's how it works. So when you play well, we expect you to continue playing well. No question. When you play dominant, when you put up 40 points and, and, and zero on the other side, we expect you to play to that standard. And when you lose to a team that we think is in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes, yes, it's going to be dramatic. And when you add to that, when you participate in the loss, exactly. you have to answer for it. But the, to put it on the media, like, look, uh, we're, we're, we're all a bunch of nerds. Like, we talk about what other people do for a living, really. So I, I we're not saving lives here. But come on. This is not really what this is about. What are we talking about here? What are we, talking what are we even about? talking about here? Listen, I see a quarterback that is... Guilty, feels guilty the way he played, mm. looking for some blame. So I'm taking accountability. I play bad, I let us down. Right? Defense, they at the end, they got together. I didn't, I didn't hold up my part. I yep. threw the pick, we lost the game. Take the blame, man. Take that. Accountability. He didn't do that. Oh, but this was the media warning. This was you guys built this up to be. What are we talking about here? <laughs> you know what? To me, it looked weak, right? It looked real weak, it looked soft. You know why? It's because the reason why we talk about Dak Prescott so much. Because he plays for America's team. True. Yeah. Play for the Cowboys. True. True. I played ball, and I know what it feels like to play against the Cowboys. It's a big game, yeah. no matter who the quarterback is. That's the truth of it. True. So when you play good, we pipe you up. Because if he played with his same stats, 
and his same talent, if he played for the Vikings, played for the Bears, played for whoever, we won't talk about that Prescott. Yeah. It's the Cowboys. This is what comes along with it. But my thing is this, man. Be tough. Take it. You play bad, you lost. You move on. You're a good team. If you play the, 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 the um, Cardinals 10 times, you probably win 9 out of 10 times. Yeah. You're sure. that good. But giving us this soft take, this is what you guys wanted. No, we didn't. Well, I didn't mind it. <laughs> I didn't mind it. And that you Actually, made me look good. You, you definitely did not want this. I didn't. Yes. Yeah. Oh. I put a lot, I put some stacks on it on the way. That's the truth. Did not want this. Which Dak don't know. You know what I'm saying? Dak don't know that. But all them commercials that he got, yeah. it's because you play for the Cowboys. It's because yeah. the media built, build you up. If you didn't play for the Cowboys, you wouldn't have all that media stuff. You, I mean, you won't have all them commercials and all that. So enjoy it and appreciate it. Because when you're done, you won't be talked about like that. Because you were not one of the best Cowboy quarterbacks of all time. Let's just keep it real. And when his time is up with the Cowboys, and it might be this year, you never know. Because the way he's playing... It's looking like the old, uh, looking like the old Dak. Mm. Pick, 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 and more picks. <laughs> Everyone knows that when you want every score, the best highlights, and the biggest stories from the sports world, you go to foxsports.com. But did you know all of your favorites from Fox Sports can come to you? Announcing your Fox Sports Daily. Fox Sports' all-new, customized daily newsletter delivering the top sports news and videos you care about every day. All you need to do is sign up on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app. And then just follow your favorite teams, athletes, and leagues to get only the news you want. The more favorites you add, the more personalized your Fox Sports Daily will be. So sign up today on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app and stay updated on the sports stories that matter to you. Dame Lillard is headed to Milwaukee to join Giannis Ugoadetokounmpo. The seven-time All-Star was moved in a three-team deal with the Blazers and the Suns, according to reports. Now, obviously, according to reports, Dame was wanted to go to Miami. Shady, you knew that. Talked about it at nauseum. Joy, you knew that. You talked about it at length. But, Shady, did Dame actually end up in the best situation in Milwaukee? I'm going to say yes. I would love to see him in Miami, but when I, when I really look at it, they didn't lose a lot to get Dame. So acquired they made what they gave up. Um, Drew. Drew. Right? That's, that's yeah. really it. Grayson, man, he's, you know, come on. He can game anywhere. Anyway, so when I look at all the teams, when, when you put them together, like, like the matchups, if you look at the, the East, you got you got Milwaukee, you got the Boston, you probably have Sixers. the Sixers. They match up well against them. Yeah, really. Now, right. Dame's used to being the main the main guy all the time. That's a lot of pressure. Not gonna split it. And we look at all the histories of basketball. There's never just one star that just wins everything, right? The greatest, Michael Jordan, we all love him, but he's not the same without Scottie Pippen. He's a beast, but not a champion. You put Dame Lillard with the Milwaukee Bucks, they're going to be champions. And the best thing about it is now we get to see Dame at that, the light that he deserves. I, I love Steph Curry. He's my favorite basketball player right now. Kevin Durant, all them guys. Dame's going to be looked at in the same light as them dudes now because we're going to see him in the postseason. That's what makes stars. Dudes that ball out of the regular season, that's cool. Get you an MVP, that's great. When you're a star in the postseason, when everybody's watching and nobody's at home, sitting down, watching you on TV, that's what makes a difference. And Dame Lillard's that type of good, and he's that special. Him and Giannis on a pick and roll, oh, my God. How do you, do, how do you defend that? I'm nervous for Philly. <laughs> Come on, man. What are, we talking? What, are we talking? what are we talking about? Did he Lillard? go to the best situation? All right. Last time I checked, they was the number one seed. They were. Last year, right? The Miami Heat were what? The AC? Right? Even though they had a heck of a run, they were the AC. We're talking about the number one seed, right? That's like Keenan Allen going to the Eagles. <laughs> like, like, you went to the number one seed. What do we expect? We expect you to ball. You know, so you're talking about Dame Lillard to the number one seed with Giannis, all the attention that Giannis gets with another score, another all-star, and Chris Middleton on your team as well. He absolutely went to the best situation, and he stayed in the East, which means let all them boys in the West beat each other up, especially when they get into the playoffs. He went to the Eastern Conference. This team should be the number one seed again, and they should be punching their ticket to the finals again. Dame Lillard just brings so much. We could talk for hours about what Dame Lillard brings, scoring, assisting, whatever you want to talk about, man. Clutch. Clutch performances, whatever you want. Giannis, I got this one. I make, like, man, it, it's so okay. much that he brings to this basketball team <laughs> and already a number one seed basketball team. This is scary for everybody in the East. A number one seed didn't mean anything. I know they had, they had a run. It's going to mean something this year. It meant nothing. Well, it wasn't a run because they've been to two finals in the last four years, so I wouldn't really call it a run. The number one seed was so very nice. So you're saying he was, was a kind. better situation for him? Well, if I recall, he asked for the heat. 
So Dame didn't think this was the best situation. I don't have to guess. Dame, the this player that got traded, did not ask for the Milwaukee Bucks. I lived in Wisconsin. He probably, that's probably part of it. <laughs> I mean, he's been in Portland. Dame can travel in the offseason. They travel a lot during the regular season. You make a lot. I, I hear you. Um, and the taxes are quite nice in Florida. Mm-hmm. There's just, you know, those, those are factors. But Dame wasn't asking for that because he wanted to go somewhere fun. He asked for that because he wanted to go to a championship contender. That's right. So Dame didn't think this was the best situation. How, how dare I argue with the man that was moved? Now, this is still a great situation. I would call it 1A. The reasons why I thought that Miami was the better situation, obviously I am biased, but Dame did too. So two of us had, had a hint that Miami was the better situation. A lot of it has to do with coaching. Eric Spolstra is one of, if not the best coach in the NBA. You're going to an organization that has championship standards. Now, obviously, Milwaukee does as well, but they weren't so close to that because Giannis was talking about getting up out of there. So whatever was going on there, Giannis himself was unhappy and and talking about that. So there is a cultural difference here. It's a a great day, and I'm not going to say anything bad about Dame. I'm excited as a basketball fan to watch how this looks. I think it's a great situation for Dame. But for me to just say it's the best situation, it's not. Dame didn't think this was the best situation. Giannis didn't, doesn't think it was a good situation up until this morning. So how this will all play out, it's a long season. There's a lot of things that are going to happen. Everybody faces adversity, and I'm excited to see how they handle it. And I really like the rest of their roster as well, and I don't think that, yeah. these, I don't think that everyone's done making moves either. I think that some of these rosters are going to look a little different, maybe potentially soon. But I can't say it's the best situation. One, because Giannis was talking about feeling uncomfortable there. They do have a new head coach, and Dame didn't ask for it. So Dame didn't think it was the best situation. He himself thought Miami was a better situation. But that said, it's not a bad place to go to play alongside Giannis and a team that has won a championship recently. I think it's the best situation. I think it's the best situation because when you talk about championships, then you think about, well, Milwaukee is better suited to get you a championship. I'm really thinking about if you go to Miami, then who is going to be the number one? It's just going to be a whole bunch of twos. This ain't Uno. I'm tired of drawing twos. Like, who going to be my number one? That's the first thing. Milwaukee, you have that in Giannis. Joy brings up a good point. I was like, Dame did say that. But then I think about the context of which he said it in that interview. He was like, yeah, you know, I want to go to Miami. What did he say after that? Bam's my dog. I think about think- players that want to go to different situations. Well, what's the real reason? If Shady, if you want to go play somewhere, I want to go play with Macklin. I want to go play with D-Jack. James Jones, man, man A-Rod, my dog. I want to go play with Jordy. I want to go. So I'm thinking about what was the context in which Dame did say that because he did say that. I mean, his like, agent also said it, it got to the point where the NBA had to step in. Like, correct. He made it very clear, other than just Bam, that Miami was the destination he wanted to go. Correct. To. But I'm thinking about, like, what might his intention be for saying that? And then the other reason I think it's the best situation is because I think that players can create a culture. When you got 11-year player in, in Giannis, 11-year player in Middleton, I think 10-year player in, 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 in Dame, or I'm inverting that, players can create the culture. And so if you add Dame to a team and a culture that already knows how to win, and you have a one who already knows how to get you there, then Dame just has to be the icing of the cake, mm-hmm. instead, icing on the cake instead of the entire cake. Mm-hmm. Like, Dame can be a part of it instead of just being it. The whole thing, right. You go to Miami, big dog, they haven't won without LeBron. With Polstra. They have gotten close. There is no disrespect. They have gotten close. But I read an interesting study, James Jones. It was fascinating. It said that Olympic bronze medalists are happier than silver medalists. I said, that have me doing this. Yeah, yeah. Have doing this. Right why why would the third place finisher be happier right. than the second place finisher? Like there was a psychological study that said that. Because when you second, you feel like you should have been first. But when you're third, you just happy you medaled. Miami has been second. A couple times, they have been second. <laughs> Dame, you finna leave Portland to go be second? Yeah. Heck no. So that's why I think it's best situation. Yeah. And then think about the players he played with. So, like, not to take anything from the guys he played with, but um, Lamar Offridge, right? Marcus Aldridge. Oh, he was a hell of a player. Yeah. But now you got a big like Giannis. LA could play. Ooh, you got a big like Giannis? I don't, I don't think he even knows how good Giannis can be. Yeah. Right? All the attention that he gets... Now you don't have to worry about that. That's, that's the attention that he used to get from defenders. <clears throat> I love the move, right? And I just, the only thing I hate about it is that it's not the Sixers. That's it. <laughs> because this is, this is, this is, this is a, a type of setup where... It's him and Embiid. When, when you think about an a, a, a all-star lineup, right? Now, we always talk about the big threes, the big threes. Well, I don't think they need the big three. Mm-hmm. I think you got these, the big two, the big, big two, and you got other role players, and then you add Middleton in there to, to, do, to do some of the, the dirty work, a couple buckets, et cetera. 
this team's gonna be good, man. Yeah. I mean, they have a lot of they They'll have a lot of pieces. I have their roster here. I mean, they have the Lopez brothers. They got Jay Crowder, Chris Middleton. Has been. Portis, been, Bobby Portis. Yeah, Bobby there Portis. He's been, he's been struggling lately, but he still is uh, a champion. Malik Beasley. Jay Crowder played defense. Put, get, Dude, three and D. Yeah, Malik Beasley. <laughs> Pat, Pat Connaughton will be the, you know, the, the backup. He played defense and he can shoot. Yes, yep. so they, yep. they have a really solid roster. How it all is put together, and particularly the conversations of how they will match up deep into the playoffs because we obviously know they're going to be there against teams like the, the Celtics who are there year after year against teams like the Heat, against – yeah, it seems like the Sixers, only the Sixers haven't gone to the Eastern Conference Finals yet, but they're still a problem and they still have the league MVP. It's really going to make the East incredibly interesting, and I, I love it for Dame. I love that we are going to yes. see Dame in a situation where he is able to compete mm-hmm. for a championship. No so question. even though I'm disappointed it's not Miami, yeah, yeah. I'm excited for him because that combination of Giannis and Dame is going to be you know what else I love about it, James Jones, real quick before we get out of here, is they're all ball players. Yeah. Like, all these dudes are basketball in and out. When you think about some of the other combinations of teams we've seen out of, as of late, some dudes focus on this, some dudes just focus on that, some dudes are, like, Dame is a basketball player. Yes, he, he is. Hoops, he goes home to his family, and he all season, yeah. he raps. Giannis is a basketball player. Like, all he is about is basketball. Middleton is a basketball a player. When you think about some of the other combinations, whether it was James Harden or whether Fashion it was... Fashion shows and all, all these things. Like, it's a lot. Even LeBron, as great as he is right now, he's doing movies. He's got his alcohol brand. He's investing in this. He's investing in that. Giannis, ball player. Dame, ball player. Middleton, ball player. Like, it's just a whole bunch of players. No doubt, and that's why I said this is a great fit mindset-wise because I feel like Giannis and Dame Dollar have the same mindset, you know, and Giannis really has one already. Like, Dame coming in here, Dame is going to be hungry Mm -hmm. to get to a championship, and it might not happen this year. We don't know what's going to happen, but he's going to be hungry again to get to one again next year. So this this is such a great fit in so many ways because usually you try to bring people on your team like, oh, we need some more dogs on our team, right? We feel like we're a soft basketball team. When you think about the Milwaukee Bucks and Giannis, you think that this is a team that plays hard every single night. When you think about Dame Dollar, that's how Dame Dollar plays the game. He plays the game extremely hard every single night. And now you got these dudes on the same same team mindset-wise to the young guys and all that. Man, it's big time. Shady White, why are you stretching? Man? You know what it is. It's Wednesday, oh, right? It's Wednesday. Oh, it's Wednesday. You know what you should have had? You should have had a player Dame Dollar in there, crazy one. <laughs> Harper hits one in the air, looks back, it goes! MLB playoffs are near, and you know what that means, Alex? Yep. Flippin' Bats will be staying up late and having all the fun. From breaking down the most important stories and games, nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody. Not even Babe Ruth. To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress. I was trying to be so perfect. No one covers America's pastime like us. So as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander and me. Alex Curry. Baseball is fun, and so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon. All right, family, y'all know what it is. It is time for a pick six. Well, it's my pick six. Some really good teams in the NFL, but who is the best? I needed some help with this one because, Dane, I need you to tell me if I'm tripping or if I am not. At number six, I got the Baltimore Ravens. They moved down a spot. They moved down a spot in large part because they lost to the Colts, big dog. I know. And the Colts were starting Gardner Minshew. So I got them at my number six. At number five, new to my top six, the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills, they had that week one loss that was ugly. But since then, they've been spanking folks, including this dude's Raiders. Anyway, we don't have to talk about it. At number four, how about the Chiefs? Okay, we doubted the Chiefs. They lost week one. But James, since they got their dogs back, Chris Jones, Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, they are undefeated, right? They're 1-0 with Taylor Swift in attendance. That has to count for something. At number three, Philadelphia Eagles. They moved up one spot. Haven't looked good. You brought that up. Yes. But they're still 3-0. They're still winning games. They got them at three. I feel good about that. At number two, this team has stayed in the same spot, San Francisco 49ers. 
Mm. Niners, 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 okay. Niners, Niners. Yesterday you said the Niners was better than the Eagles. Yes, sir. Okay, okay. Yes, sir. Just sure. you, you know it. Just make sure. You know what I'm, I'm, I'm doing my job, America. <laughs> Eagles did cut me some checks, so shout out Howie Rosen. <laughs> they also cut me a lot. Anyway, at number one, the Miami Dolphins. I will not sing it. I'm still trying to figure out the pitch. Go, Ray, me, Paso, Lappy. Anyway. Miami <laughs> has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. Yeah. Take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. What she said. What she said. What she said. <laughs> okay, that's the Dolphins. They are at number one. How you feel about my list, big dog? Well, I'm, I'm a star. Start at six. Um, what's the plans for the Ravens? Super Bowl? I mean, we, we, we would we have hope, them in that conversation, we hope, right? We hope. So you can't lose to Gardner Minshew, right? So I would replace them. And you know who I would replace them with? I would replace them with the Cleveland Browns. Oh, let me look at your list then. Put my list <laughs> up look there. At your list. And I got the Cleveland Browns at six. And the reason why the Cleveland Browns is at six is because I think Deshaun Watson will shake out of this and find a way to play really good football. But check this out. They defense has given up 21 first downs all season. 21 first downs all season. Brown's a good football team. Then I got the Eagles. Listen, they are not playing at their potential right now, but they are finding ways to win games. Do I think that will change? Absolutely. But right now, I got them at five. And then the Buffalo Bills, the last two weeks, they beat up on my Raiders. They have. This week, they dominated the Washington Commanders. They did. Josh Allen taking care of the football, and they are winning big. They are four. And then the Chiefs, that's enough said. But the Chiefs. Patty Mahomes. How, you, how the Chiefs go from off the list, so seven at best, uh-huh. all the way to three? How'd it go from off because the list? like you said. Travis Kelsey healthy. You get back Chris Jones, your quarterback of your defense. And this is the team that we thought we would see. And they might be undefeated if my man Chris Jones played week one and Travis Kelsey. And then, obviously, the Niners at number two playing really consistent football on both sides of the ball. And then the Dolphins, if you can't outscore them, you can't beat them. (laughs) And that's what they're doing to every team. Chargers thought they can outscore them. Two of them said, hold up. Tyreek said, take this 200. We're going to score 30 plus in that one. Here's why I didn't want to put the Browns on the list. I put them on my list at first, but I said, the Browns lost to the Steelers. And the Browns did not look good against the Steelers. Their defense is amazing. You got Newsom. You got Denzel Ward playing some of the best football. Miles Garrett, he has offensive players moving with him. But I don't trust the Browns' offense, and I don't trust Deshaun like I trust Lamar Jackson on the football field. Who would you, who would you take to win right now out of the Pittsburgh Steelers and the uh, Indianapolis Colts? That's a good point. Obviously, uh, obviously, <laughs> Steelers. Obviously, exactly, Steelers. right? So the Steelers are a solid football team. Obviously, they got beat up by the Niners, but they are a solid football team, that, and we believe in Coach Tomlin. So I just think what the Browns are doing on defense, right, even if Deshaun Watson and them keep coming on slow, Man, 21 first downs in three games? Yeah. That's crazy. If the Dolphins lose to the Bills, that's the biggest matchup this weekend. If the Dolphins lose to the Bills, will it shake your thought? Oh, no. (laughs) No, it depends how they lose. Okay. It, it depends how they lose. If this, if this is coming down to the wire to where both these teams is playing really good football and whoever has the ball last out of two and Josh Allen, they find a way to win that game, then, then nothing would change in my mind. I mean, the Buffalo Bills would have to go up, but I still would think the Miami Dolphins are a really good football team. Hey, college football fans. This is RJ Young, host of Fox Sports' number one college football show. The biggest names, the biggest games. The theme is we do it big on this here thing. Please subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts.